another episode of Radio Rounds, the podcast interview series presented by St. Louis Children's Hospital, covering pediatric topics of interest to doctors and healthcare professionals. Here's Melanie Cole. Seavers disease is one of the more common causes of heel pain in growing children and adolescents. My guest today is Dr. Tara Blatnick. She's a Washington University pediatric sports medicine physician at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Dr. Blatnick, explain a little bit about Seavers disease. What is it? So what Seavers is, is that so kids that are growing have what we call growth plates or little areas of little cells that are helping your kids get bigger or get their feet uh, or their feet get bigger. Um, and so these little areas of cells are inside all your bones throughout your body as you grow. And so these areas, you have a big area inside of your heel. Um, and this area gets really irritated when kids are running and jumping. Um, and so it's basically pain in the growth plate in your heel. Do we know what causes it? And if it's related to sports, which sports are the most problematic? So we think it's probably related more to sort of uh, running and pounding activities. So the more that kids run and jump, um, they start to put more pressure on that heel and the heel starts to get a little bit irritated. Um, so we generally see it more often in kids who wear cleats for sports. So things like soccer and baseball um, tend to be bigger offenders when it comes to fevers. Before we speak about signs and symptoms and even treatment, Dr. Blatnick, as far as prevention, we want our little guys to run around and be involved in sports. But if this can contribute to an injury like that, what would you like other providers to know about counseling their patients and even coaches on ways to prevent this? So I think that good shoe wear is a really important thing to talk about, um, especially when it comes to cleats, making sure that you're changing out the shoes often. Um, so when new seasons come around, um, making sure that they get new shoes because the better and more padded the shoes are, the less pressure there's going to be on that heel. And so even just simply just choosing a good shoe at the beginning of a season can be helpful for prevention. What are some of the hallmarks? What would send a child to see their pediatrician with that kind of pain? So they'll start to see, you may see your child limping um, when they're on the field or on the court, um, and then they'll just start to complain of sort of some vague pain in the back of either their ankle or their heel. Um, and both of these are usually the complaints that we get when they come into the office. Is it more common in boys than girls? Um, I th I'd say we see it pretty equally between the two. You know, they both have similar growth plates, and so they both get it pretty equally. Now, girls do tend to get it potentially a little bit earlier than boys just because of maturity um, when how fast they mature. And how do you definitively diagnose? What imaging do you use? So we generally will do an x-ray just to make sure everything looks okay in the heel. There's really no good definitive diagnosis necessarily with an x-ray or an MRI. We mostly just go by the signs and symptoms of the heel pain and then um, just noticing that their growth plate is open on an x-ray. Then how is it treated? And, and what would you like other providers to know about administering that treatment before they would consider referring to a sports medicine specialist? Yeah, so there's a couple of basic things that we do for everybody that has fever. So the first thing we do is we have them get some heel cups. Um, and these are little things that you insert into the back of your shoes. We generally recommend um, that they get the gel kind um, that are a bit thicker because this provides sort of the most padding. And we have them wear it in both their cleats and in the shoes that they wear to school just so that their heel is always um, getting some extra padding. The next thing we do is we have them do some stretches. So we try to get them to stretch out the back of their legs, so their calf and their Achilles, which is all attached back to that heel. And so the stretchier or more flexible they are back there, the less it's going to pull on the growth plate and cause them pain. So we do the heel cups, we do the stretching, um, then we usually have them ice after they're done with all of their activities. Um, even if they're not overly sore, we still have them ice at the end. 
And then the last thing is really activity modification is if um, they're having pain while they're out on the field or they're limping, then we have them kind of back down a little bit, maybe avoid some running at a practice or something like that to try and make it feel a little bit better. Now, if all of these things, they're trying all these things um, and they're not getting any better, then that's generally when we have them come to see um, us in sports medicine or orthopedics. And then what would you do? Are there certain braces, casts? What would you do to extend that treatment regimen? So usually what we'll do is if they're having pain, particularly in one on one side, is we will put them into a walking boot for a week or two um, with their heel cups just to kind of take some of the pressure off. It also sort of makes them modify their activities. You know, it's tough to keep kids down. They want to run, jump, and play, even on the playground at school, um, even if they're not necessarily doing, um, you know, if we're kind of keeping them out of a sport. And so the boot will kind of modify their activity and take the pressure off the heel um, just for a short period of time to try and make it feel a little bit better. Um, and then the other thing is we'll often do is we'll actually send them to physical therapy um, to work with a therapist on stretching a little bit more through that calf and through that Achilles. They may just need a little bit more than the basic stretches that you can provide in the office. What about return to play? Is that when they are asymptomatic or is, I mean, if they've still got a little pain, what do you tell them? Yeah, so this is a little tricky with some of these growth plate things because we will sometimes, we will actually often let them play with just a little bit of pain. So we tell them that, you know, if it's just mild and they're still able to run and they're still able to play without limping, um, then they're generally okay to keep doing their sport. Now, if they're ever noticed to be limping on the field, then we tell the parents they have to stay off, mostly because we're... <clears throat> Excuse me, worried that they might injure something else um, while they're out there on the limping. Does it go away as they age and those growth plates finish up their ossification? Does it then become something that they don't have to worry about or does it recur back in adolescent years? So usually the pain in the actual heel part will go away once that growth plate closes. So once that part of the foot is done growing. Now, if they're very tight through that calf and Achilles, then sometimes it can become more of an Achilles tendonitis as opposed to a Seavers. So they get pain sort of more up the back of the leg as opposed to right in the heel. So you really don't see this disease in adults per se? No. Huh? No. Once that growth plate is closed, it's officially not considered fevers anymore, and you have to think about some other things to do. Um, so that way, that's why sometimes if they're on that cusp of growth um, and we're not sure if that growth plate's open, that's where x-rays can be helpful because once that growth plate's all closed, then it's no longer fevers. Then wrap it up for us, Dr. Blatnick. When should a patient be referred to a specialist? What can the physician, the referring physician, expect from your team after referral insofar as communication? And what would you like other physicians to know about Seaver's disease? So I would say, you know, it's a super common thing, and I think it's going to come into a primary care office fairly often. Um, and I think if they can try and start with those basics for the patient, a lot of them will get better. So the heel cups, the basic stretching, and some icing there's a huge percentage that will get better with just those sort of simple things that you can do. Um, you know, now it's the, the kids that get more pain that really need to see us. Um, and like we talked about with the boot and the physical therapy, and we communicate all that back to the pediatrician, um, you know, through letters and things so that they know what's going on with their patient. Thank you so much for being with us today, Dr. Blatnick. It's great information for other providers to hear. Thank you again for joining us. A physician can refer a patient by calling Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, you can go to stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.